0: I got the finger from Percy, that means it's Wednesday night, it's podcast night. Man, we got a house full of boys in here. My boys, our boys. Oop. So, our special guests, we're doing protest songs this week, which was uh, Jimmy Dwayne Bowen's idea, who I like to call Jimmy D, or affectionately known as Wayney. So, it was his topic, and then we've uh, had some uh, podcast alumni, Dan O. Dan Heron's back, just sitting in for a little bit. And our very good trainer. friend, Roger Douglas Stike, also known as Dabber. And Mugger. yeah, Mugger. Mugger, whatever. Some probably some other things too along the way. <laughs> I have
1: some more aliases <laughs> in different states.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> at, yeah it definitely in different states. So. Because it's protest songs, I thought we should get Doug here because there was a time in college we went to Panama City and he started a riot. Doug, you got anything you want You want to explain that situation? Well, sometimes you just have to stand up
1: for what's right. And that is what protest is all about. And uh, at this particular time, after uh, uh, several uh, hours out in the sun, uh, I we think we were, we're sleeping a, on the catamarans too. that was we didn't have any place. we slept on the catamarans. Drinking um, lots of bottled water, I'm sure. sure. Yes. Yes, very high. Yeah. Uh, but uh there was a disturbance of uh at uh, a local of the establishment, a bar breakers. And uh anyway, a what oh, can go wrong, right? A uh, small unit of the police force was called and a young Not a SWAT team. <laughs> and a young man who had uh, was a vagabond who was probably crawled out from underneath breakers was just walking by and they decided it was his problem that there was a problem there. And they started beating the holy crap out of him. Sorry PC police, but uh
0: we can say shit. We're ranked explicit. Yeah. But uh, at, at any point sorry, time, my that, uh, mom. <laughs> F the police. Yes, <laughs> that's it. That that, that,
2: that seemed to uh, that
1: seemed to bother me. So uh, instead of doing a protest song, I jumped off the balcony onto the sand and challenged the police. And I everybody saw uh, apparently decided that that was a good idea. And then a ruckus of a roar. The uh, small policeman grabbed his radio and started calling in for backup. And within a matter of minutes, more police officers arrived. And then uh, before the night was over, the entire beach was closed down with uh, policemen in right gear, shields, and
0: batons. <laughs> it's true. a beach down. Oh, we sh- they shut the whole beach down. I was there. So, I think at that point. If
1: I would have had a protest song, I would have sang it to the police. But at that point in time,
3: I, did, I, I was telling them something <laughs> you know, the vision, the vision I have is, you remember the gnome commercials, and he goes, I'm calling for backup. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> it's
0: a, it's an epic see. story, epic true story. I believe and, uh That's what's sad. Is. I have yeah. no doubt. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly true.
3: I, I like the fact they use the word ruckus. I right. very word. proper. And it was Thanks a practice, a good right? story. So a we want
0: you to, we're, we're glad y'all are here with us. So. Hey, I, I, I
1: appreciate everything that, uh, I'm glad to be a, a member of the uh, podcast group. And, good. Uh, thank glad. you very much. You Let's bet. begin. Let's begin. Let's get this show on the road. Let's begin. You're
0: a riot. Yes, <laughs> So you far are you're right. a riot. <laughs> so, we want to thank our sponsors, Busted Oak Bourbon Society, Doug and Wendy. They do a great job, and they are our... Supplier of fine Wheatley vodka. Our official libation. Our official libation. And Robert and Lynn Entrican, Spice Smokehouse Crackers, they keep us in crackers. And uh, we just want to thank them. So uh, Wayney has been uh, very involved with us from the get-go um, and, and has really helped us a bunch. So whenever he wants to do a podcast, by God, we do it. Yeah, fight the power. <laughs> Right, the power. So we knew this would be a fun one, and having everyone uh, all together and um, some fine cocktails, this this will be a fun night. So, anybody got anything to add before we get rolling? Let's go. Let's do it. All right, we're going to start with honorable mentions, and y'all know how this works. So, Percy, what's your three honorable mentions?
4: My first honorable mention is probably coming from kind of left field here, but it was in 1990, and it was from Luther Campbell's debut album, which also included the Two Live Crew, and it was banned in the USA. It I remember. With that. Two Live Crew,
2: banned in the USA. It's I remember. That
4: one. And it was a takeoff of Born in the USA, and it talks about how their album, Nasty as They Want to Be, was banned. It was bad, and it's basically and it was nasty. It and was. There was a uh, uh, arrest made, but it's uh, in they, Florida. Yes. Well, no, they were arrested too in Los Angeles for doing a a show where people was had to be twenty one to get in, and they were carted at the door by police officers, and they still got arrested for doing a show. Wow. And, it, and it's just about the the whole free speech thing, and I've got another song coming up which. Way before that goes back to the whole free speech thing, but that's my first honorable mention. All
0: right, it's a good one. Well, and the he next go, Dan, does he go to deep places? <laughs> That's
3: the OG man, Two Live Crew. I'm dying. The original OGs to my left here. <laughs> Percy is. I the mean, ritual. he brings this stuff out of nowhere. I'm just thinking, like Two Live Crew. He's canonizing them, and you know, they're oh, there's free speech advocates. And I'm thinking, these guys don't even know the American English alphabet. I think they were the official sponsors of the Miami Hurricanes, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that may have been. Yeah, back
0: when they wore camo to show Isn't up right, to play Notre right. Dame. They, they yeah. were almost
3: solely responsible for Penn State. Kicking their ass in the national championship game with like the the greatest upset in national championship history, but true that. But yeah, so uh, man, he 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 always he never ceases to amaze me what he brings out. It, I'm talking about the one and only Percy.
0: Percy. Yeah. So yeah, that one's out of left field. I'd need a nap yeah. after that. All right. What's your next song? The next, the song next we'll one kind
4: of goes to free speech too, and this song was recorded in '72, but that. The record company did not let her release it until 1975, and since this is Women's History Month, oh no, He's we're going with, with Loretta Lynn and the Pill. Oh my God! Holy shit! What she, is that? She was standing up for women and their rights, and the and it was. Who would think Loretta Lynn
0: has a protest song? Never thought she oh, was fantastic! Song. She did several. Yeah,
4: she did a song called "Rated X," talking about people that were divorced. But this was one of the best ones she did, and it was banned by several radio stations. Wow. You know, way back in the early days. of the way, of all, what was her
3: husband's name? I love that guy's. Doolittle. Doolittle. What, what?
4: His Doolittle. name was
0: Doolittle. But Dude. they called him Do, right? Dude.
4: They called him Do. Like yeah.
0: D-O-O? I don't know. I think probably. Okay. Yes, and yeah. she, uh, he wouldn't let her eat bologna because it made her horny. did he marry her when she was like 14. Yeah, I
4: think I, it was. With, a, a I thought, if I'm not mistaken, when she was 16, she had a couple of kids. So she had plenty of kids. So she had every right to sing this song. All
0: right, just that's saying. good. All right, last honorable mention.
4: And my last honorable mention is from the great John R. Cash from 1971. And ah, it's the Man in Black. That is true. And yes. that the great John R. was just saying, these are all the things that are wrong in society, and until they change. I'm sending up for him, and I'm the man in black.
0: Yeah, that's a great selection.
1: Uh, and then the man in black—I mean—goes I wear the man. I wear the black for the man, the downtrodden, the that's poor, it. That's uh, it. the prisoner who has no hope. I'm paraphrasing the song, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, true. It's a—it's a great song.
4: And he says, "Until things are brighter, I'm the man in black." That's a great one. But I have to admit, hang with you here.
3: When you found out that he was banging June's sister after he after he died mm. he came out, he'd been banging June's sister for what, like twenty years? I don't know. Did that did that up your level of respect? Did it go down? Did it stay the same? I'm glad I didn't know about that. You didn't know my about wife's that. listening, so
0: no. I, I, my no. respect for him went down just a little bit when I learned that just now. Yeah, if I knew <laughs> yeah. that, my respect would have went down. How's that? Love you, Amanda. It went up for me. I'm just, you know, I'm different. different, (laughs) I was like, you know, wasn't that crazy about him before? Let me give you
3: the mic again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I have to admit, I was like, it wasn't, I wasn't quite the fanatic before, but I was like, my man Johnny, he was hitting it the whole time and she didn't
4: even know. That's great. Yeah, that and I'm good. not gonna. No comments from Percy. Yeah, I'm comment. not gonna until that's
1: verified by. Do do not uh, destroy not, the legend. Of I'm the not. Great time.
4: I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Johnny treated his first wife Vivian. And now
1: Dan is looking on the internet. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that is. I don't uh, challenge me now, Percy. That yeah. is the place to find out the truth. All right, <laughs> yes. Wayne,
2: it's your honorable mentions. All right, so let me just say this first. So, so the reason I wanted to kind of. You know, this topic, I want to say something about this topic here. So, first of all, you know, this country was founded by a bunch of protesters. It was. Sure. And the, the first well-known protest was the Boston Tea Party, of course. Right. And, and um, you know, Thomas Jefferson was a was a, obviously a very important figure in our history. And he was kind of like a protester. And he, I pulled out a quote for him, and he thought protests were very healthy and, and you know, at times needed... Uh, to keep keep government officials government officials in check and he has a quote that says i prefer dangerous liberty to a quiet servitude so thomas jefferson was the man show me a book and we need to take a commercial break no (laughs) all right so 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 anyway so um so yeah i think uh you know a lot of us haven't had a lot to probably protest in our lives i mean we've we've all probably had it pretty easy i know at one time, we protested the noise ordinance at, we did, uh, at Jackson State. Remember that, Roger? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Then we wear masks
0: and march down we, the town. We, we put tape, I think, that's over right, our yeah. mask, or over our mouth. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, protested so, the mayor and the noise ordinance. That's right. So, I've been
2: involved in one <laughs> organized protest. I think FACE has been in maybe in a couple, right? I have. Yeah, I'll mention that. Okay. So, yeah. so my first uh, honorable mention is... Credence Clearwater Revival, Fortunate Son. It's uh, fantastic. Great song. Glad it's on the list. And um, you know, uh, has to be. It has to be on the list. It's one of the great all times. And John Fogerty said when he wrote this song, it really wasn't a protest uh, of the war, the Vietnam War. He said, but it was. You know, they had the draft at that time, and he said it was about who got picked to go. You know, who got picked to go fight, and it was usually. Poor people. It yep. wasn't the senator's son. Yep. You know, and uh, he said that's kind of how they chose, was what he was protesting. And um, in modern times, you know, uh, we've had three presidents in our lifetime that uh, kind of met that category. And, you know, and Fogarty didn't even know him when he wrote that. Right. You know, Bill Clinton didn't go because he was a college student, you know, an mm-hmm. honors mm-hmm. student. And George Bush, you know, went to the National Guard in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of going to Vietnam, and then Donald Trump, whose father was very wealthy, wealthy too, you know, uh, received some medical deferment. So, so that's kind of what he was talking about. You know, these people with, you know, powerful people weren't selected for the draft. That's and absolutely so, true. So, uh, so yeah,
1: great song there, Robert? Uh Just to jump in and uh, elaborate on that some more, or give it some more context. Uh, today, the draft has been abolished. We do not do it but the majority of unless you're a true american and you've been brought up to defend our country and defend our ways a lot of the recruits that go into the military now they are just as 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 wayne said they're the poor people they're the people who that's a way out that's a way to go get trained that's a way to get a job that's the way to get paid. And uh, that would be 60% of our military in the United States have, is made up of people who are deferring to go to the military as a way of life and to get out of whatever yeah, situation, yeah, situation.
4: they're in. Yeah. On, on a lighter side, <laughs> going to misheard lyrics, there's, we have a woman at work. And we have speakers at work playing satellite radio and they they'll play Fortunate Son when it says it ain't me. For the majority of her life, she thought they were saying Vietnamese, and she would be sitting there. She was at her desk one day sitting there saying Vietnamese, Vietnamese.
0: Wow. <laughs> that's funny. That's crazy. All right, All so right. so my second
4: one,
2: taking it to the streets, Doobie Brothers. Get down, brother. One of their best songs, in my opinion, and it's my favorite one they do. It, it's it's got a great story too. You know this song was about poverty you know and, and taking it to the streets is a well-known protest uh, slogan uh, or statement you know but uh, this song was about a per from a person's point of view that lived in extreme poverty poverty mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I, I read Michael McDonald's you know uh, reasons for writing this song and and uh, you know that's what he says you know you don't know me but I'm your brother um, so, uh, really good song there, but it's about from the pr- perspective of a person, you know, in great poverty, and we don't poverty, and we don't really know what they're going through. So, uh, so yeah, a- a- and you know, just about the making of that song, you know, their their singer, Dub Duby Brothers Brother singer, Tom Johnston, yeah. got sick, and so they brought you know Skunk Baxter and Michael McDonald in from Stigly Dan. Yeah, you know, and Michael McDonald wasn't supposed to be the singer and uh, they were gonna let uh, Russell, what's the other guy's name, Russell? The son of love Russell. <laughs> Russell Love Muscle. I'm you sorry. know the one that sang Blackwater? He was gonna be their oh, singer. Yeah. No, that's Patrick. Patrick, that's right, Patrick. Yeah. And uh, so he was, so Michael McDonald brought this song into the band, and he's the one, he said, we got our singer right there. He said, I don't need to sing this song, but he was in, intended to be the singer of that song, and uh, you know, Michael McDonald sort of kinda of took over that band
0: and, he did. Uh, and they and they went more more um R and B, that's right. Yeah. And then at the end, even Michael McDonald
2: says, you know, that's not the Doobie Brothers anymore. He said, I kinda of realized that, that yeah. kind of what they become. So uh, but anyway, great song. Yeah. Uh, my my third honorable mention is uh, Wide Awake by Audio Slave. That's Chris Cornell and yeah. the, and, Tom the, and the members of Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. and that song was about Hurricane Morello, 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 Morello. I've had three of these beers over yeah, here. How so, Tom Morello? I'm sorry, we got to edit. The person's going to edit this out. So Tom Morello and um, uh, Rage Against the Machine, but Wide Awake was about Hurricane Katrina, and it it doesn't mention any president or government official by name, but it's about leaving the poor people. That was a, a stain on on us, I think that happening and, and the way it happened and a lot of people got you know died during that it was just happened so slowly over you know a week or so and and not a lot of action there but that's a great song if y'all want to listen
4: and to i it. have to say this because i went to biloxi and helped clean up after katrina
2: hmm.
4: and people want to knock on the the christians and whatnot but they were we went down there and helped clean up, and there was not a FEMA person to be found. But you know what? Who was there feeding people and giving them place to showers? It was the Southern Baptist Convention.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's very good. Yeah, I think there was, I think this is what Cornell was writing about was, you know, that was kind of a government drop the ball there. And uh, anyway, so this might be breaking the rules, but I got one more I want to slide in here. Do it. Fourth honorable mention Pink Floyd. From the Animals album, Pigs. Yeah, Pigs. Three different ones. You know, one of their best songs, in my opinion, Pigs represents. You know, that that whole album, Animals. I think y'all had it on the Concept album episode, but that whole album was about breaking uh, society into three different animals. You know, sheep, dogs, yep. and, pigs. and pigs. and pigs were the ruthless. Uh, you know, people that take advantage of everybody. So that's a great song by Pig Floyd. That's right. Go
0: in there. Good choices. Mm-hmm. Good choices. All right, my time? Your time. For honorable mentions. All right, this is tough for me. So I'm going to start out with uh, Bob Dylan, but it's not your typical. I'm going with Hurricane, and that's a story about Reuben Carter who was wrongly accused and arrested of murder, and he could have been the champion boxer of the world, and it turned into a great movie starring Denzel Washington, and uh, it's just a great song. So, you know, I'm... I'm all about it, it was a great one. Uh, my second honorable mention is a Bob Marley. He's gotta make the list, and it's Get Up, Stand Up. Get up, stand up for your rights. And you know, those Rostys and those Jamaicans, they were all all against that, uh, the government. Yep. So, yeah, so had to go, I had to make sure Bob Marley got on the list. My last honorable mention, and it's against war, and it's by one of my favorite bands, Black Sabbath. And it's war, war pigs, pigs yeah. war pigs. I felt like it really needed to be on this list. So, that's an awesome stuff. Yeah, that's great. So that was honorable mentions. Uh, now, Wayne, you want to get before we get into top fives, you want to give us a little update on our um, fundraising project we got going on with with Jack Steak?
2: Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So, <clears throat> back when I was here. Uh, you know, several months ago, uh I think it was episode two or three. Yeah, I was uh, uh on an episode and we talked about the Randy Owen Center for Performing Arts in Jacksonville State and it's gonna be a thousand person a concert hall. And also they're gonna have a, a studio and uh, they're gonna create a new majors that, that, that you can major in music business and uh really uh really cool building. They're on campus at JSU, and and the state of Alabama's granted some money, and and us Pi Caps, we're, you know, Face and Dauber and I are Pi Cap Five uh, alumni there uh, from that fraternity, and we've we raised. Which Randy was too. Randy was too. Randy Owen was a Pi Cap back in the early. 70s. father. That's right. At JSU, and so we we kind of made a commitment to raise a million dollars from our alumni, and we're. We're sixty thousand dollars away. We we'll um, get it done. So we've nine hundred forty thousand dollars we've raised for that project, and not only is it going to have his name on it, it's going to be at Jackson State, but it's going to serve a lot of lower income students throughout that uh, region of the of the state there. Uh, and and uh, so I don't know, uh, you know, I I've read a lot and they've told us a lot, but but it's it's going to do a lot of good things for for underserved communities there too. So, I just wanna mention that, and and we're gonna share this on some of the JSU sites. So, Marching Southerners are gonna get a place to practice indoors, and we got one of the best bands in the country there. They won the Heisman Trophy. That's right, so they'll have an indoor practice facility there, uh, you know, when it rains. So, pretty
0: cool. Fantastic, all right. That's good stuff. All right, we're at number five. Uh, I just wanna, Jump in for a minute and say
1: a few things. Okay. Uh, The protest songs we're discussing, and it's a range of everything from every genre, and it's not necessarily marching songs. It's not necessarily things that people got behind, but it's kind of behind-the-scenes protest songs. It is not raising your fist and going out, but from the 30s, 40s, 50s, especially a lot of these folk singers from the 50s. If you, they may be kumbaya, but if you listen to what they're saying, they were already the beatniks of the world. That's true they may have been clean cut, but they were in their songs. They were making statements. You had to listen to it. You had to understand it. But that's the only way that they were at that time. Able to get their voice out there,
0: yeah, and they
1: would just slide it in there, yeah. And then you had the Woody Guthrie, oh, Arlo. Talking, Arlo. Yeah. I mean, you had Arlo. I mean, you had and, Woody
0: and Arlo. And
1: and you had those guys that were persecuted practically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Dylan
0: took up their, his. I mean, brain. this land is your land. Yeah, It's basically a. a and style and, then, of and then we
1: travel we travel on down through time and it just is one thing after another after another after another but a lot of these musicians uh and and it's not necessarily protesting the government because our country is the greatest country in the world agreed the right for us to sing and talk about this and discuss it right now is fantastic uh but uh uh murder on music row
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean, he's 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 protesting he, the, the government. New, I mean, the 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 big business taking over country music. Yeah. I mean, it can be a lot of different things, a lot of different genres, but you've just got to listen to music because musicians get their inspiration from people.
0: Outstanding. <laughs> I knew Roger be good here. Deep Roger. Cool stuff. Good stuff. That's good, Rog. Yeah. Dan, welcome back. How was the Pride of Dixie? Um, Just had to drop off some crystal punches for yeah. you guys. All right. Number five. We're going round robin now. Number five. purchase what you got for number five? My number five, it's one,
4: one of the greatest albums ever made, Ready Gears, and it's Cream, Take It Back. And it's basically about a somebody receiving their draft card and they say take it back Mm. take that thing right out of here and jack bruce jokingly tells a story about how they traveled from airport to airport and they saw so many helicopters they thought they were going to get drafted oh wow and most people don't even know what that's about but it's about somebody receiving their draft card and it's take it back
0: Take that thing right out of here. I, I didn't ever know I, I never knew that either. Did you ever burn your bra? <laughs> no, no more draft card,
4: because I haven't even Oh,
0: I meant draft card. <laughs> no, you didn't. Does uh, It sounded anybody, funny.
4: Anybody
1: know about The Boss, about one of our most patriotic songs? What is Born in the know? USA,
0: yeah. was I was a bet total it's on protest Well, it's on the uh, If I Have To. Yeah. You know, there's but some others. Time. Well. Yeah, some others, but. Yeah, Reagan wanted to use it, I think. He did. He, he did use it. And, and first boss you said, go ahead you, know, you
4: are... Well, my theory's always been, and I'm not a boss fan, and y'all are going to hate me for this. Well, I am. But it, but if you're too stupid to write a song that people don't know it's a protest song... Yeah. Because most, most Americans saw that as...
0: Yeah, as a patriotic as a, as a song. As right. a patriotic right. song. It and
1: probably yeah. raised it in popularity, because that is the case. But it was about... The lack of, or the uh, we didn't support her, Vietnam yeah, when they come back,
0: yeah, I it was all about in, the vets, yeah. yeah, it was and, all and, about and, and, the vets. but it was in support of the vets, yes, yes. And, and that's and, and,
2: the same with Fogarty. That he said that song was it's, there was solid, solid solidarity with the vets that came back, you know, it wasn't about them. I tell you what's a great version of that song if you if you listen to John Cougar Mellicamp sing Born in the USA. He oh, I've never sl- heard slows him do it that. down I think it was at one of those Kennedy Center honors oh and you can when he sings it you can tell what it's about Because yeah. he slows it way down
0: I got you yeah good choice okay where are we purse is
2: it my turn yeah all right number five so number five so first of all before I announce my my number five I want to give a shout out to my beautiful wife militia she's home packing her mom right now to move over to Guntersville Alabama so very exciting times for us. Uh, That's good. Not that my mother-in-law is moving from Georgia to Gunnersville, but some other things going on in our life, too. So good times. Um, you know, uh, just a little quick story uh, about my wife. You know, her name is Militia. And one of my favorite songs is All My Brothers' Melissa. Right. And, and she brothers. always, for years, would say, Sweet Militia when I was playing it. And she'd put her name in there. And, uh, you know, it always kind of bothered me until here last three or four years. I kind of like it that way. And uh, so our boat's named the Sweet Militia now. And so, um, so, so shout out to her back home. Yep. Shout out. She's wonderful. Yeah, she sure is. So my number five is Allison Chains, Rooster. Yes. Rooster is a great song. And Percy, <laughs> I'm going with the unplugged version. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make sure. That song is—so the story behind Brewster is Jerry Cantrell is the guitar player. He's still alive. You know, the singer died many years ago, but uh, Jerry Cantrell wrote all their songs, and his father was in the Vietnam War. Yes. And Wasn't he a sniper? He was—I uh I don't know exactly what he was, but he was—his he was, father had nicknamed him the Rooster. When he was a kid, that's what they called him, the Rooster— and so when he came back from Vietnam, he was all I don't want to say the word, but he was all messed up, yeah, and he he was in some deep shit and, and and mentally just you know like like Doug said, you know you know I mean we us sitting around here thinking about wars, you know and we're watching people bomb getting bombed on TV and we're thinking, yeah, kick their ass, kick their ass, but those guys that are over there doing it sometimes. It's very difficult, I'm sure. And so it was very difficult for his father, he said. And he said, when he came back home, he said, you know, my father didn't leave us. We left him because he was just crazy as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, and he said our family fell apart. We moved to Washington, Seattle. Luckily for all of us, he moved to Seattle, you know, yeah, and uh, the became part of the grunge movement, he said. But he said, I was in a very dark place, homeless, and I was living with Chris Cornell and his wife because his wife was our manager. And he said, I just, I just turned that, all those negative thoughts around about my dad because it wasn't in my life. And he said, I started thinking about it from his perspective. So this song is from his dad's perspective, you know, uh, about being in the war. So great song.
0: Great choice. Yeah. I love the song. My favorite, Allison Chaynes, yeah. too. When you listen, you, you feel like just, I'm too old to do this now, but you feel like whipping someone's ass. Yeah. I mean, it gets you sort of fired up. So, all right. That's right. What do you think, (laughs) Purse? You're up. (laughs) I'm up. My number five. Okay. My number five is The Revolution by Gil Scott Heron. And that's a um, late 60s, early 70s somewhere. The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Yeah. And it's a famous song. And it's a... It's a song from the time where there's a lot of stuff going on in this country, and that sort of captured a lot of it. So that's my number five. I definitely wanted it to be mentioned on the podcast. Well, you know about that one, first?
4: It it's a good song. I mean, you know, the rel- it won't be televised. Yeah, and it's not going to be. No, they no don't want anybody to see it. No matter what generation you're in, mm-hmm. and no matter what party you're
0: affiliated with, it won't be. No, yeah, it's true. All right, that was my number five. So we're rolling around number four.
4: My number four is from 1979, and it's from the great Hank Williams Jr. saying, "I'm tired of being Johnny B. Good. I'm gonna be Johnny Reb." And the whole song <laughs> talks <Hell> about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. Talks about how he can barely live on his take-home pay. And it says, don't tell me to ride a bus and turn down my thermostat when you all are running around in jets and Cadillacs. <laughs> and, and it's that... Was uh, and that guy, it, it's today, today. It stands yeah, yeah. true today. It does. And, you know, he talks about the high price of beef and gas and they're trying to put this over on me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got to tell them that we're fed up and we're tired
0: of being Johnny Good and we're going to be Johnny Reb. Yeah. And it's still Damn. true today. Great, great choice. Yes. Rod, you got something you want to jump in on? Well, I mean, I mean, uh, if if you look back from Hank,
1: from the time he fell off a mountain, all the way down, uh, several of his albums, several of his songs has one-liners in them left and right that you can you can talk about and you can hear and you can understand and he'll just leave it alone. Yeah, uh, I mean the man trying to take his money and trying to fool the country boy out in California. Mm-hmm. It, was,
4: it was hard for me not to take Hank's song, it, take a knee, take a hike. I mean, I mean it, it's just all through.
1: his Hank Williams Jr. is Hank Williams Jr. Love him, like him. He's a, a, an icon. But he does have something to say. That's why he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got something to say, and he says it. Yeah, that's, Sad, that's why everybody can, loves you, it. You you can light, you can turn it off, you can turn it up.
3: Yeah, his
2: his son's got a chip on his shoulder too. Oh yeah, the third.
3: third, yeah. Wayne he
0: four.
2: So I'm at number four here. So one one thing I'll add that we were talking about pregame here. Um, you know, there's some songs that I thought of that had a much stronger message than, than my list, but, you know, I, I kind of try to blend it in. with Are these great songs I like? Mm-hmm. Or are they a great message? You know, so we talked about Rage Against the Machine. I got my Rage Against the Machine shirt love on. Love it, love it, love that. But, them. you know, their songs don't kind of inspire me like bands like Leonard Skinner. And Leonard Skinner... <laughs> y'all don't know it they have a few protest songs yeah and um you know a lot of people would be surprised to learn of ronnie van sant's kind of ideology it's um, rebellious and yeah so quite a few of those songs Even sweet home alabama you know when he says in birmingham they love the governor but he added <laughs> boo 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 yeah and he didn't yeah. like wallace so Mm-mm. uh but the song i picked by leonard skinner is things going on and you just made Percy's name. Nice. You stole my
4: thunder. Oh,
2: I didn't figure anybody would have that one. But I've listened to that song the last week about 10 times just to kind of get it, man. And, and that that's another song about people who live in extreme poverty. And we don't, reckon, we don't understand that, probably, I would say. Most of us here don't understand that. And I'm not talking about the people who sit, sit on their ass and they don't do what... You know they they can work and all that but i'm talking about you know some kids and things like that that
0: might not uh, their situation is is not good That's right. i mean they're, they're just born into it that's you're exactly right and and sure
2: people can come out of that but but we all don't start on the same base you know and uh i think most of us start at first first or second base or further you know along and uh but we at least got on base that's right we were on base when we started and uh, you know, my wife I mentioned a while ago. She was a first grade teacher, you know, and I've heard stories about, you know, kids that, that they've kind of discovered kind of their home life and all that. So this song is about politicians that ignore the poverty uh, that's in our uh, that, that's in our communities, and you know, he says Ronnie says if you don't know what I mean, stand up and scream. You know, things going that's on right, here. Well, not know.
4: only that, it's about spending money on all this other stuff. That's right. You you know? Yeah, Gordon Boone. Yeah. And all that. And, 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 he, and he says, until they make it right, I hope they never sleep, sleep at, at night. Because right. there's things going on that you don't know. That's right.
0: Great song. Good stuff, guys. Skinner for life, man. God, I know you are. All right. Cool. All right. My number four. I had to do this. Elvis Presley. If I can dream. From the comeback tour. Or the comeback show. The comeback special. Mm-hmm. He comes out in that white suit little red scarf on and sings If I Can Dream and it was sort of a shocker for um, Colonel Tom and the producers and directors are up there and Colonel Tom was like he's doing a freaking protest song and I'm like hell yes he is so if Elvis does a protest song it's got to be on the list well actually
4: In the Ghetto was
0: yeah In the Ghetto was too it was actually written by the
4: great Mac Davis yeah Oh, my God. Oh, and, and and
1: Mac Davis has been behind the scenes. He had his little time in the in the limelight, but Mac Davis was fantastic and has been a great songwriter. Yeah. But uh, in that comeback special, uh, NBC had such a hard time trying to figure out how Colonel Parker wouldn't release the rats unless he had a Christmas song in there. When yeah. he put his gla- black uh jumpsuit on yeah, and his black leather suit, ring, and he sang a little bit of uh and yeah, that was the only way that they were able to say there's a Christmas song in there, good, tidbit but anyway, if I can dream if I can dream Boom. great sound and and if you listen to that it
0: just runs chills up and down your stomach. it does, and the way he perform it, he performs it, he's swaying those arms are swaying, and he's in it he's in it he kills it great okay we're down to the nitty gritty purse three left what you got
4: my number three is Thunder's Been Stolen and it was Things Going On Oh, by Leonard Skinner well
0: you I mean, double confirmed it then
4: that's probably my top two or three Leonard Skinner songs It's Things Going On Things Going On it's great the, the intro to that song is just it gets you from the get go yeah
0: <clears throat> All right. Yep. That's my number three. Have you ever been three. down in the ghetto? I actually lived in the ghetto. <laughs> you know that's how that starts, though. Had you know, my yeah, daddy ran cotton mills. We ran in, in uh, mill villages, yep. and uh, anyway, so all right, Wayne. All right, Jimmy Wayne. What's number three? Number three. So we've got two grunge bands here. I like it.
2: This one's by a little band that had one album. And it was a band called Temple of the Dog. Hunger Strike. Hunger Strike. Hunger Strike is a great song for many reasons. You know, just listening is great. But, but there again, this, this song is not really about government or anything like that, but it's, it's about Chris Cornell at the time. He said that he had this song. When, when they formed, so I'm going to back up, when they formed Temple of the Dog, You know, the reason that band came together was was because the singer for Mother Love Bone Mm -hmm. had had died, you know, unexpectedly. Like, he was 28 years, 25 years old, 26. But Mother Love Bone was kind of the first successful grunge band. And I would encourage anybody that that likes that genre to listen to Mother Love Bone. Because they had one album, and it came out after the singer, Andy Wood, died. Cornell was Andy Wood's roommate. And... He said so. They put this together with with two future members of Pearl Jam. So right. two guys from Pearl Jam were in Mother Love Bone, and was McCready I, one of them? McCready was not. He was okay. in Temple of the Dog. But so it was Stone Gossard, okay. and, and the ba- he was a guitar player. He writes a lot of Pearl Jam stuff. Right. And Jeff Arment writes a lot of stuff too. He's the bass player. I got you. So those two were in Mother Love Bone. They. They came together. Cornell called them and said, "I want to do this tribute to Andy," and, we, and he had several songs. And they recruited Mike McCready as a guitar, as a second guitar player. And you know, they had they had invited a a, a young man down from San Diego named Eddie Better, who had never been crazy on Eddie. an album. And Eddie was coming down there to practice with with Mike McCready and, and Stone Gossard and Jeff Arment. And he was in the studio that night when they were recording this song, Hunger Strike, and Cornell couldn't make the low parts. And Eddie Better, he says Eddie Better stepped up the microphone and started singing the low parts. So this song has Cornell and Eddie Better on it. it's Eddie Better's first uh, time singing on record. I did not realize that. That's, that's his Good first start. record. So, so if Andy Wood had not overdosed on drugs, there'd likely be no Pearl Jam. Wow. So things happen, you know, it, it it's happenstance is, is incredible. But this song is about Cornell saying he said, I was happy with the money I was making. We were a successful Seattle grunge band, you know, and had a record contract. He said, But I didn't wanna I, I was kinda thinking about if I become much richer, I'm gonna be taken from people who can't afford it. You know, I'm gonna be taken from you know, I don't wanna feed on the powerless. That's what he said. And um that, that was, that hunger strike is a term in protest, but it was really about him kind of worried about becoming very successful and rich. That's great. Which he did. He, he didn't
0: want the ticket prices to be $110. That's right, no. <laughs> you're exactly right. Don Henley made that happen. Yep. All right, so <coughs> number three. Mm-hmm. My number three, and I got a story behind this one too. It's Long Walk to D.C. by the Staples Singers. So, a lot of people don't know this, but I had a business partner that uh, played in the NBA for 16 years. He's in the top 20 all-time shots blocked list. He'll be an NBA All-Star or Hall of Fame. He was an NBA All-Star. And he called me to go do the 50th anniversary walk on Washington, D.C., the MLK. Yeah, And I had to go to the whole... There was a convention called... Uh, Kingonomics, which I didn't necessarily subscribe to it, but Damon John was there. Uh, Mark Cuban was there. Uh, could care less for really either one of them, but hung out with them, went on this march. I had to listen to the Black Panthers, uh, to John Lewis, who is really an outstanding person. Yeah. He'd been through a was, lot. Yeah. yeah, was. He was yes. on that bridge, man. Oh, God, boy. You know, he he said awesome. he's been left for dead three times. Yeah. We, I had to go through this whole garage of speakers. Dan, I'm doing this for it was for business, but it was a special day yeah. And we start out and we did the march from the Lincoln Memorial down to the Capitol building and the first thing they start doing is singing um, this little light of mine, and we did all the songs and all that and I may have been only one of the white fellas there. And uh, it was a hot summer day. I was getting sunburned, and my business partner said, come over here and get under this tree. You're turning red. But um, I remembered this long walk to D.C., the Staple Center. So who was the NBA guy? Awesome. Theo Ratliff. Theo he has Ratliff. played for the Lakers, for the Pistons, for the Sixers, for the well, Spurs. Are we
1: leaving out the main song of what most... People think about when you think about Martin Luther King. Oh, that's. I that's mean, a, I mean that is a protest in the name of love. Song. it's you too? Is it, it no? In in what's, what's going on? Is that what you're talking about? Which one? No, uh, no. no yeah, I just, just have a moment. You I got mean, it? It, it goes back to the '50s and '60s, the March, everything that they went through, and I'm not going to be able to remember what I was just going to say. <laughs> no, but it's
0: that's a, a change long gonna home. come free vodka on site here yeah change <laughs> but, gonna come sam cook
1: no No, they sang it everywhere they went it was their song Tell and them. i say their song it was the song google of it man
0: we shall overcome google it man Dan, working on that in the background. So I've already okay. had enough trouble googling
3: tonight. So yeah, <laughs> right. to, Y'all don't want to know about Johnny's <laughs> love child. <laughs> God, I've already, <laughs> I started <laughs> him before that, and I said he, you
0: know, he impregnated Buggy. me. And, you know, and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to hear it." Oh my
3: God, and, you know, this is not true.
0: No, it's all good. Yeah. All right, so that was my number three, and I had that experience, that life awesome. experience. It was, it was really cool.
1: It was. That
0: sounds... I should have just been quiet and let you finish (laughs) the sentence. I apologize. No reason for apology, my brother. All right. Number two, Percy.
4: My number two is a protest against the Nashville establishment in 1975. And Wade wrote this. And it's are you sure Hank done it this way? Yeah, that's all oh, great, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, yeah. I'll chime in on that. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, because Whiteman was tired of all this pop BS, and he's off. Uh, we need him back. No shit. Rhinestone yeah. suits and new shiny cars. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure Hank done it this way? And he Hank didn't do it this way. No, he didn't. He was tired of the pop BS that was going on in Nashville. That's dope. Man, he's, to still going he's
0: alive today. Get it straight. Get it straight, Nashville. That's an all awesome right.
2: song. And I've yeah. never kind of put it together with a protest, but you're right. It, yeah. It's, it is. All right. Wayne? All right. So, my number two. This is by one of the greatest songwriters of all time. I'm a little disappointed in him. He's not on Spotify, and, but I'm, I'm confident that I personally can find him on Apple Music or whatever. But it's Neil Young. Keep on rocking in the free in world. The
0: free world, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think this was Neil at his prime back in 1991. Um, this song is uh, touches on a lot of things. You know, it's uh, it's about you know America at that time. We were kind of like rolling man, and everything was good here, but not yep. so good everywhere else. And you know, kind of name checks. Or he doesn't name check, but. But he says some things that you know who said it. So He he, he elbows. He does. He says, you know, we are We got a kinder, nit, kinder, gentler machine gun hand. You know, that's kind of a reference to George W. Bush. H.W. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bush, I'm sorry. George H.W. Bush, which, yeah. by the way, is one of my favorite presidents. But, uh, you know, uh, and a thousand points of light. Remember that? Oh, yeah. A thousand that's points the, of light a was a in light. in Bush's speech about, you know, public service. But he also uh, name-checks the Ayatollah uh, of Iran, you know, who called us the great Satan. And Neil Young says, you know, I don't feel like Satan, but I am to them. You know, and then he he talks about Jesse Jackson. He said, we got the man of the people, keep hope alive. You know, that was when Jesse ran for president. I remember. Absolutely. And that was his slogan, keep hope alive. So, uh, great, great song though. It touches on a lot of things, you know, environment and wars and and things like that. But uh, I think it's one of Neil Young's best songs.
0: It's a good one. Yeah, it's and one. I
2: purposely didn't didn't uh, list two Neil Young songs. I did two Cornell songs. I know, but there's another one out there that's a great, great protest song too. By well,
0: you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Oh yeah, mm. and, and we're gonna put it on the list. Yeah. It will be, and we'll mention some of these at the end and and write them up for our playlist for sure. So, good one. All right, my number two, I respect the T-shirt, Wanny, it's a Rage Against the Machine T-shirt. I am a Rage Against the Machine in so many ways internally. I'm going to go with Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine. That's basically them telling the man, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, I ain't doing it. And it's filled with language, so apologize if, if you if you uh, don't appreciate it. then Well, I'll, I'm sorry. Yeah. Skip that one. But Killing in the Name of Rage Against the Machine, that's the most up-your-song I've ever heard. It's that last uh, the last verse over and over again, you know, F you, I won't do what you F tell you, me. F you, I won't do what you
2: tell me. That's, and he that's signed, America. He yeah. signs off with an MFR. That's right. You got that right. And, you know, that's America. I mean yeah. that, you know. All of us, you know, when you say protests, uh, none of us, I think, are for these protests where 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 they destroy property and things like that. No, we, we don't want to loot them. and hurt yeah, people. That's we just want to. We just, wanna, we just that's different. But we but want we want right. We, wanna we want to keep the people. Justice. We want to keep our, our people in check. And, that's right. And that's what they did, way back. So uh, so yeah, great choice.
0: Good deal. All right, we're about to wrap it all up with number one. And then uh, we're gonna have a little round robin after this, and we're gonna throw in some additional songs for the playlist. All right, so we're at number one, purse. What you got?
4: My number one is by the great mighty Merle Haggard, when he sang the fighting side of me. Is this nuts, <laughs> you know, Merle was okay with hey, if you want to protest, that's fine, but when you run down my country. You're walking on the fighting side of me.
0: Damn right. He's like, I you know. Love don't, it. Love
4: no, it. No matter how many flaws we have and what you want to protest against, this is still the greatest country on the face of the planet. And when you run it down, you're screwing with me, and that's I'm not going to stand for it.
1: Doesn't he say something about get the hell,
4: heck out of here? If you yeah. don't love it, leave it.
0: Yeah, that's good. All right. Jimmy D, what's number one? I can't wait to hear what your number yeah. one is. And, and like, like Dauber
2: said a while ago, how great is it that we live somewhere that we can talk this shit? I mean, and we some in China other countries, right now, they'd be banging on the door like, right uh, now. Out there right now, you know, waiting on us. So, so, yeah, Percy's exactly right. So, my number one, nobody would ever guess it, but <clears throat> this is a great, great song. 1969, kind of the heart of protest in America, you know, I think. Uh, you'd have to go all the way back to the Revolutionary War uh, or the revolution there to kind of match this those times there. But this is by a band. I think it was their only hit, but they've got some great songs, great guitar player. Ten years after, I'd love to change the world. That's a great one. But I don't know what to do. Yeah, you know The that's name a of great it one. is I'd love to change the world. It, it talks about the confused state of the world. You know, he, he says... Tax the rich, feed the poor, till there are no rich anymore.
4: You know, also, he just, some dicey lyrics when he says "freaks and harries, jacks right. and fairies." Yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah. And you know, he covers a wide variety of complaints about society until he finally, at the end, his last verse, you know, addresses the Vietnam War. He says, "Senators, stop the war."
4: If I'm not mistaken, that was the great, the great Alvin Lee was in that's that. That's right.
2: right. Singer, writer, and guitar player. Well, great where, where
1: where can you get this in the general population now? Is it free? I mean, I mean, is it played anywhere? Sure. This is new to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's all sorts of play. person of face podcast. Yeah. What, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right? You know, exactly I listen right. to a lot of Sirius XM. So yeah. you know, you hear it out there a lot. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but it, did it ever make it up the charts? It was their best song, probably made it to 15, oh, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, they did. But
0: yeah, I, I, it was top
4: 20. I challenge people to dig into 10 years after, not just that song. There's so much more than that song. ching a oh, there we one go. One of us
0: forgot to.
2: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right.
0: They've got we're, great songs. Though. We're You're down right. to it. My number one: Mind Blower. Mm. This is from like 64. One of the greatest writers to oh, me. And she oh, was a oh. bad ass. Nina Simone, Mississippi God damn. <laughs> And thanks for the hint. Um, I've got a consultant at home. I've got a beautiful wife and a consultant all rolled in one. But I studied on this song. And she basically performed it. It's on YouTube in front of a bunch of white people. And it 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 just tore it up. Great writer, and uh, that was kind it, of her whole stick was yeah the protest name. Yep, yeah, it was. But she was a badass. So there's a few on here. Raj, would you agree we need to have Sunday Bloody Sunday on here? Definitely. We need to have uh, Ohio on here. Well, you got to have still uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash. Yep. You got to have that. We got to have for what it's worth on here from Buffalo, Springfield. Exactly. Okay, so we're gonna add those to the playlist. You, right. you got a couple more? How about you imagine, got? Imagine, you got a few minutes. Imagine, imagine John Manon,
2: Um "Sweet Madame Blue" by Sticks. Oh yeah. Bicentennial. They they wrote it in the bicentennial year, America. You're not a child anymore. Yep. You know, talking about in the 70s, we kind of lost a little bit of our way. But We want to be like once upon a time when you open your mouth, the world, listen. And at that time, the writer thought, hey, you know, maybe we've kind of through that watergate. Yeah. So,
4: and I have so, a song that was kind of, it got glorified by a group, which was Steppenwolf, but it was written by Hoyt Axton. And it was dogging to people who were selling these drugs, harsh drugs like heroin it was killing people, and it was called The Pusher.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a great song.
4: I, oh. I've only heard and, Steppenwolf and, and when
1: song. You, when you bring up Hoyt Axton, <laughs> you've got to go deep in the delf. That's it.
0: That's you deep. do.
2: That Steppenwolf version is the only one I heard. That's oh, great, boy.
0: Though. You can't play that in a restaurant. <laughs> so, anyway, this was fun. Did you guys have fun? i had a
1: fantastic
0: time so far. <laughs> okay, so far. Well, we're going to have the after party coming up. Uh, we're going to put a hell of a playlist together. So we'll, um, we'll, we'll have a little um, post-party fun here, post-podcast fun. And but gosh. I, I, I'll just say something, if I can. Protest songs,
1: we've all got our maker voice. We've all got to say what we want to say. But uh, protest songs, they're in every song that you listen. There's something. There is something there that the songwriter or the singer has to say. Yeah. Listen to the music, enjoy
0: the music, and just get into it. And we're going to wrap it up with deep thoughts from Dobber. <laughs> Please tag everybody, Flaney, and everyone share this. And all I got to say is bye-bye.